I'm Ivana. And I'm Jay. And you're listening to Friends with Elephants. A show for the cool nerd in you. It's season two, episode 13. Hey, I feel like we haven't done one of these in a bit. It has been a little while. You have a snazzy new haircut. Oh, well, thank you very much. You know, I uh, I have to look good for the radio. <laughs> so so I, I hope everybody appreciates how I look today, or at least how I sound. Both. Yeah. I think I sound pretty confident, <laughs> and maybe that's because of the haircut, or maybe it's because we got a cool new feature coming up. Should we get to it? Let's get to it. It's time for Fantasy Fights. What? What? Okay. What's this? What is Fantasy Fight? <laughs> ah, this is brand spanking new. Civil War, as you know, is coming out this Friday. We could not be any more excited. So excited. So, But I'm not watching it on Friday, just... Just going to throw that out there. That's fine, but I am, so who cares? <laughs> so what I've done is devised a list of all of our Marvel Cinematic Universe people. And what we're kind of going to have right now is a draft. We're going to draft three characters from the MCU, the current MCU, Iron Man Forward. That means if Ivana gets wise and picks Spider-Man, she's got all the four seconds to work with. So, uh, but we have all of these great characters and here's the deal. We're going to go one a piece and then we are going to do an epic nerd battle about why our team will beat the other team. Does it make sense? It makes sense. Ivana, I am going to graciously allow you to go first. You underestimate me, my friend, <laughs> and you'll live to regret it. Okay, go for it. My number one pick is Jessica Jones. Woo! Okay, that's a heavy hitter. That is a heavy hitter. Okay, my number one pick is Ultron. Okay. Did not see that coming. Did I did you? not you see, didn't that, see coming. that coming. What is your number two? Iron Man. Oh, okay. All right. This is going to be interesting. I am going to go with Rocket Raccoon. Really? I am. Okay. I, I really am. Have and fun with I that. I know this is going to be ridiculous, <laughs> but I have a plan. Good plan there. What's your last your last pick? My last pick is Kilgrave. <sighs> oh, okay. All right. Kilgrave. Uh, so the purple the man, man who... Controls He's, other people. Right. He is the purple man from Jessica Jones. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Uh, okay. So I'm going to have to, I'm going to go on a, on a limb here because of what you've done here. You kind of threw a wrench into my things. I have a lot of power going on and <laughs> control. I'm going to, I'm going to go with uh, vision. Ooh. Another heavy hitter. For sure. All right. So we are going to nerd battle these teams. Are you ready? I'm ready. This is probably going to be the nerdiest thing we've ever done on this show. I'm so excited. I'm actually like so, so amazingly excited. (laughs) So what are you doing first? Because I think I got you beat. I'm going to start with a simple Kilgrave attack where he is going to tell Rocket Raccoon and Vision to attack Ultron with all of their power. 
Okay, that's fair, but I don't think that. Okay, Rocket may be susceptible. Totally, Rocket is susceptible. Rocket is going to try to start screwing around. I, I totally agree. I think Rocket is now, like, totally screwed up. But Vision has the mind gem in his brain. We've watched as Loki made everybody else do whatever he wants. I don't think Vision will be susceptible because he specifically has the mind gem, one of the infinity gems. I think that in he, his noggin. I think that he will be susceptible and I think that he'll be able to um like rebound from it, but not initially. So I think that he'll take a blow against Ultron and then he'll be able to recover. I think that's all well and good, but at this point now, Kilgrave has died because Ultron has brought his army of crazy machines up and squished his freaking little larynx. I, how how has he done that while he's fighting off his two cohorts? Because Ultron is everywhere. Ultron is implanted into all of Tony's other robots. He is capable of controlling all like other machines, but and he are we in Tony's and, house and, and lair? I think we're on a desert here, buddy. And he can escape into. Okay, if Tony is there. Tony's there. If Tony is there, Ultron, then the internet's there because he's talking to someone and using his electronics and all that fun But we stuff. are in a desert. So, sure, we're in a desert. So now I have Rocket on my ass and Vision has taken a blow and... No, I think he's susceptible for a short bit and then he overpowers him because Kilgrave's powers are not, um, like, they're not infallible. No, So of I course. think that Vision will be... Initially, he'll listen and he'll do it. He'll take one hit and then he'll use his his mind gem and he'll retake power. Like, okay, regain well, his own Ultron control. has swatted R- Rocket away, so Rocket's now unconscious. So one of my team members is already is unconscious. Down. And He's v- down. Vision did take one like massive hit from Ultron. Yeah, I think Vision went after Ultron. Ultron hit Vision down, but he's still conscious and good to go, and now he has control over himself okay. again. Okay, so now I've turned my focus right back to Kilgrave, and Ultron is squishing Kilgrave's freaking larynx. Before he's able to do that, though, Jessica Jones will speed in there and block Ultron. So right now they're in a one-on-one battle. Jessica and then Iron is not, Man. Jessica is strong. She is not Ultron strong. I am pushing her away She's and super strong. In. She's the strongest. She is not the strongest. She's strong. She's very strong. Yeah, she is very strong. She's not even Luke Cage strong. She is extremely strong. Sure. Ultron is stronger than the Iron Man suit. And at the same time, we have the Iron Man suit, like, and I think he's just like going after. So I think it's a double attack to protect uh, Kilgrave. At this point, and probably Kilgrave's now running because he, you know, like, um, Rocket Raccoon is, is. unconscious so now he's hiding away that's okay so he's getting further far enough away right now that vision is now back on my team because he's he's run away so vision's back on your team because he regained his own control vision's going after tony and i think tony and vision are now flying as high as they can and fighting and vision is holding his own so they're good 
Rocket, on the other hand, is like is passed out because yeah. Oh, I'm sorry, but he's if only passed Ultron, out for a little bit of time. I don't think so because if Ultron bats him away, he's passed. Listen, out. Rocket is my buddy. I swatted him away like a raccoon, not like a Tony Stark. He and doesn't he is have waking up. No, dude, he does not have like quick healing powers, which Kilgrave, by the way, does have. I get that, so but he like, can wake up because not he can yet. wake up. He's up. He's good. Fine, he's Rocket up. Rocket is up, and Ultron is stripping away pieces of himself, giving them to Rocket so Rocket can go make a bomb. So Rocket is now working on a bomb, and Jessica and Ultron are fighting. Tony and Vision are fighting. Great. Okay? So Vision and Tony, Vision is stronger than Tony. So I'm thinking... At this point, Tony's being like, I got to fucking think of something. Yeah, because Tony's super smart. So I think yes. at this point. He's got to be like, how do I th- think Vision? He's also thinking he sees the bomb happening with Rocket Raccoon. But Vision is keeping him occupied. He can't get to Rocket. He can't get to him, but he sees what's going on. He's surveying the area. That's right. So what Vision does is he grabs a piece of his iron and strips it off his hand. Repulsor one gone. Now Tony is kind of fucking wavering up there. But with I that, Tony, with that, no, I think Tony with that vision throws the repulsor down to Rocket, who is now putting it into the bomb. Ultron Tony still going has hard already on gone down, and he's now fighting with Ultron with Jessica. At this point, they're able to together. Like, blast, he blasts one of his, like... One repulsor. Vision blasts his mind gem. And maybe they, maybe the two meet and it's okay. But that mind gem blast is hardcore. But Vision, what? Is Vision blasting his mind gem onto Ultron? And then, like... At Tony right now, blasting Tony's his. right beside Jessica right now, blasting against Ultron. Because okay, he, so he Ultron, realized he had to run away okay, so from Ultron, Vision. So then Ultron blasts back, and he's almost wrecked. And he's that pretty leaves much wrecked. him open to Vision's mind gem. That the mind gem blasts and fucks up Tony. Before that happens... Both Tony and Jessica basically do a dive and do a finishing blow on Ultron. And then... Sure, but you left Vision there there. to mind gem while this is happening. But they just... So they take out Ultron. Sure. At which point the Vision can come in against Tony, but now it's Jessica and Vision. Okay. And at this point... At this point, at this point... That's all well and good, but what did Rocket make? He made a grenade launcher, which is exactly the perfect time for Kilgrave to come back around, and then he goes back into control of Rocket Raccoon, who then throws that grenade up to Vision, shooting Vision. Yeah, but Vision's not gonna die. He's like basically invulnerable. He's so not he's basically. Gonna, he's basically he invulnerable. Has, he's ba- he picked up Mjolnir. He is basically a god. He is currently at this point, like unless he sees it coming fast enough. Which because Kilgrave ran away and went around because he's super smart and is secretly like comes back around. Nobody's paying attention to him because they're like, oh, who cares about Kilgrave? And he's so busy now taking out Tony, who's. Taken out. I will give you that. Ultron's taken out. Tony's taken out. And now and he's Kilgrave has take- run back in 
And while he's busy mind mind screwing with my guys, he doesn't realize Ultron and his little arm are still inching over and squish his throat. He also has superhuman healing powers, so it'll just heal back. He does. He squished his throat. He's dead. He's not dead. He has superhuman. He broke his neck. He has superhuman, um, like, fixing powers. And if the finishing blow of Ultron, he suddenly can come back, anybody can come back. This, these are this crazy is a comic book. rules. This is a comic book. I'm just saying that now that Rocket if someone's no done, longer is pilgraved, he shoots another rocket or another grenade. Boom. He Jessica didn't make down. two grenades. You said he made one grenade. You can't just make stuff up. I said he made a grenade launcher. How many grenades do you think you're going in there? This is Rocket, who made it out of scrap metal, Something to destroy Ronan. You think there's you only one grenade? You don't think that Kilgrave would have had him launch his entire arsenal? Trust me, he would have launched his entire arsenal while being under control. All at Vision. Vision may have phased out of the first one, but the second one would have gotten him. We're in the desert. Vision also saw this coming. Says who? Says a desert. There's six people on a desert. He saw. Where's Where is Kilgrave even hiding? Behind a cactus. Behind a cactus. No, no, no. Vision saw him run in. And before this happened, Ultron crushed his neck. So he can go and he can heal again. But Rocket, boom, grenade launcher, Jessica. Now what you got? I feel what like you got? you're just like making shit. Like, I, I don't feel of like there are Of course I'm making rules. shit up. This is the fantasy fight. Okay, great. Then Tony comes back to life. He and- comes back to life. I really don't see it. That takes, we could be going forever if people can come back to life. I think once they're out, they're out. You At can't... some point, they're all going to just be like, hey, let's like calm down. No. That's how Marvel it's works. A, it's a fight to the death. Oh, it's a fight to the death. It's a fight to the death. Once someone's dead, they're dead. Okay. All right. So Kilgrave heals again. And what? Like makes Rocket try and so Vision kills Rocket because so of right Kilgrave. now I so I, Kilgrave in the long game the last two players who cannot die are Kilgrave and Vision. So I think where we left off is Rocket Launcher Jessica. Ultron is dead. Iron Man is dead. Yep. They're dead. Yeah. We now have Kilgrave. Jessica, ra- ra- Raccoon, Rocket Raccoon, Jessica, and Vision. Yeah, and Rocket shot a grenade at Jessica. No, Rocket was pa- mind-controlled into shooting all his grenades at Vision, but Vision phases out. Yeah. He manages to, like, get he away gets, from he them. He gets away from the grenades. But now they're spent. Now there's no more grenades. So... Then Kilgrave uses his mind powers on Vision and Rocket again. Vision At this for point, a minute though, is susceptible. Yeah. Again. Only for a minute though. So he kills his teammate Rocket. So then what happens? At that point, Vision kills Kilgrave for sure because he's pissed for off. For sure. For sure. Because he killed Rocket. Yeah, exactly. If you kill Rocket, you're gonna feel some remorse. Yeah. And and although Kilgrave has like ability to regenerate well, very quickly. Well, that's what I thought. I thought this whole thing was he's just going to bounce back. No, he has the ability. He has like uh, super regeneration, but the problem is that he is not. Com- he is human. Like you can kill him, and I think that if you if um, 
Vision used his his like energy beam thing from his head, the little whatever yep. it's called. Uh, I think that would blow him to smithereens. Like I think he literally blows him up. Yep. That sends Jessica into tailspin, and then she runs really hard, and then jumps really big. Yep. And like launches herself onto Vision's back, and now Vision is flying, and she's basically riding him like a, a pony. Okay, so then I, can may I? Yeah. Vision goes really, 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 really high, and Jessica no longer can breathe. Jessica didn't work out the icing factor like Tony didn't in the first Iron Man. But she could have let go, could she not? Uh, Maybe. You didn't say. You said he'd ride in her like a pony. Right, so, but like you could like uh, drop off the pony. So she drops off. I don't know if she's going to survive that. She could barely survive a super soldier attack in her apartment, for God's sakes. Falling from that height, I think Vision wins. I think before they get to, the, like, her death height, though, I think she would be able to, like, I think she would, like, jump out of there. Also, he could phase out and then, like, go up high, phase out, and then launch her down to the ground. That's also an option. At this point, I think Vision stays away from Jessica. And if somehow Jessica's bones aren't completely destroyed from this fall. You might have me here. I think Vision he's, wins. he's now flying and like all above yeah. her. And, and he's got the he's got the vision like I kill you all with the mind gem. Damn you, Jay. Yeah. Yeah. But it was a good fight for a while. It was a good fight it's for a while. A good fight for a while. I can't believe you killed Rocket. You're you're a monster. You're a I'm monster, glad I killed Ivana. Rocket. You're a monster. <laughs> I do like though that we've now come to the realization that this is a fight to the death. Oh uh, yeah, okay. Well, it makes it a lot know. easier to come to a winner. So my question to you is: Do you agree with our battle in the desert? Also, who would your three out of all the MCU be? We actually have Stan Lee on this list, and people like Nebula or uh, Luke or Cage. Foggy. Who's gonna pick Foggy? Or Foggy. Maybe Foggy could appeal just like Xander appealed to Willow when Willow was going crazy. I don't know. Maybe, maybe that's how. It I'm would not go a down. fan of Foggy. <laughs> <laughs> but we, uh, yeah. So we have a very vast list, and maybe we'll come back to this again sometime when there's another Marvel movie coming out. But until then, I hope to see you at Civil War on Friday. Five things you should know from last week. It was a big week, and we do have five things. So count us down. All right, number five. It's not just sleep we need. We also need darkness. Whoa. Like, I'm afraid of the dark. So I'm afraid of the dark. So why? We need it, though. We do. Darkness is actually really good for our bodies. It makes our leptin go up, i.e. we get less hungry. And it allows our DNA damage response to, like, fix our DNA structures. The good news is what they mean by dark doesn't mean, like, full darkness. It just means, like, more red light. Instead of blue light. Blue light is what's emitted from most of our LED screens. Also our CFL light bulbs. Sometimes our LED light bulbs. Okay. Red light. So this is why you shouldn't sleep with your st- with all of your tech gear next to you. Exactly. Okay. But if you have, and like right now the new iPhone, I know that they ripped it off from Flux, but... They have a night shift, so in the nighttime, with the sun, it your screen goes red and red. My computer does it too. You guys should put that on all your stuff. If you have a smart TV, download an app. There are apps for that on Android. Oh, that's good. 
so that you can turn all of your things slightly reddish, which will make it a little darker for you. And most people get too little light in the day and too much at night. Yeah. Wow. But doesn't that compensate? No, apparently like it throws us completely off so our circadian rhythm is off and therefore our body is less super. Okay, so I'm going to get more dark, but I'm going to be afraid. So you got to come over and like hold my hand. <laughs> okay. All right, the number four thing you need to know from last week is that an early trailer dropped for Batman the Killing Joke. This oh, is a new I love that graphic novel so much. I know. So it's a it's an animated movie. So this one reunites Kevin Conroy as the voice talent of Batman, which everybody loved in the animated series. They did. And Mark Hamill is the Joker, which again, everybody loved in the animated series. And I feel like super awesome that Mark Hamill is the Joker. And if you are a fan of this graphic novel, like I know Ivana is, like I know I am, you will be really glad to hear that this animated movie will be rated R. Oh, is it going to be out in theaters? No, it's going to be one of Warner Brothers straight to VOD kind of things. I feel like they're making a mistake here. I'd want to watch that in theaters. It's going to be horrific. And epic. I think it will be both. <laughs> but like The Dark Knight came out in VOD, uh, part one and part two, which I both I own both of them. I think... I think what Warner Brothers might get wrong in their big DC movies, they really get right on their little small screen. Oh my gosh! Animated movies. Their animated movies are killing it. I love it, and I think that's why people get so upset as the big mo- with the big movies. Not saying that I saw it yet. I'm just saying I heard bad things. All right, what's number three? Two parents from Alberta who were homeopathy nuts were convicted of letting their toddler son die when they tried to treat his flu with natural remedies. Turns out it was meningitis. I cannot believe that this actually happened, and I'm really happy that the jury, in fact, did reach a verdict, and they are convicted of actually like letting the kid die and not providing enough parental care. This is one of the first times... A case like this has gone to trial and something like this is, it has actually happened. A guilty verdict delivered. This is actually huge news. Even more huge that it's in Canada. Yeah. Because anti-vaccines for your kids is such a hot topic right now. Hugely hot topic. My little brother's in medical school and it is a big topic in medical school. And this just proves to show that just because you like the idea of natural medicine does not mean that you can ignore the health of your family and ignore modern medicine. So we'll have to keep an eye out for sentencing, but right now they are both guilty guilty of denying a child their basic human rights or their basic human needs. One of one of the two, but I feel like they're they're the same. Yeah, rights and needs. Rights and needs. You're Canadian, you get healthcare. Number 2, scientist has accidentally invented a battery that can be cycled hundreds of thousands of times. What? I know. Is this not crazy? Basically, the scientists coated gold nanowires with a plexiglass-like gel, and this combination somehow keeps all the properties going so the battery can just keep getting recharged and recharged and recharged. Essentially, almost infinite recharge cycle has just been discovered. I mean, this- And accidentally. Accidentally. Think about this, people. How many times do you charge your phone? And do you notice, like, after a couple years, like, your phone doesn't hold that charge quite the same? Yes. And this... Everybody does. Especially iPhones. uh, 
especially especially iPhones. And this is really going to change all that. So you're going to get so many more cycles than you ever thought was imaginable. It's pretty epic. You're going to get to change your phone, not because you need to, because your battery's dead. Because you want to. Because I do every year. New features. I love it. I love this. This is fantastic. And number one, Ryan Reynolds loses a great friend, and the world loses an awesome Deadpool fan way too early. That's right. This 13-year-old Connor McGrath, this was that child who had leukemia. He saw Deadpool before anyone else. It was that Make-A-Wish Foundation uh, brought Ryan Reynolds and him together, and Ryan Reynolds at first was wary. He was like, I can't show a 13-year-old this, and then he met uh, Connor and was like, wow, you are, you have way dirtier mind than I do. <laughs> so, okay, here's the movie. <laughs> and, and they got, they became really good friends. And yeah. unfortunately Connor who had like, uh, leukemia died this week. And, uh, Ryan Reynolds wrote a heartbreakingly beautiful tribute to Connor on, it- I can't read. I w- I would love to read it to you right now, but right it, this. But I can't do it without crying. I I have a little a little part that I think we can do without crying. Okay, I'm but literally leave it to like you though. We're gonna link to it. Read the whole thing. If you don't cry, maybe you're not human. You are dead inside. <laughs> All right. He wrote. Connor was 13, but this kid, he was smart. He was funny. And not just funny for a kid or funny for a person battling something awful. He was unqualified funny. He had that thing. And for Ryan Reynolds to tell you that, to say that about you, that's amazing. Like, he really, really loved this kid. And and we all are... Ryan, I think the world, you, the world lost, like, a little light. I think so. I think so. Ah. <sighs> And, and also, Dead, Deadpool note. also came out this week in digital release. Before you can buy it digital release before it comes out to rent. So, if you uh, haven't seen Deadpool for some reason, I, why? What's wrong, what's with, wrong you? with you? Even even my fiance has freaking seen this movie. We watched it last night, and she loved every second of it. So you're gonna love every second of it because she is hard to please. It's the best superhero movie of all time. Well, in my opinion. In your opinion. Not in yours. In your opinion. <laughs> Him possible and her possible trivia. Woohoo! Was that not was I not like zany enough for No, this? it was amazing. I loved it. I don't know. You are looking at me like that was not good. No, it was. It was so good. I'm I'm like, I just can't wait. I don't think I don't know. I'm really excited about the questions I have. Okay. Well, before we get into this, this is a game. So hopefully you can play along with us at home. We will ask each other five questions in 45 seconds. As many as you answer in 45 seconds. If you get it wrong, you just ask the question again. I'm I'm, I'm, I'm getting there. I'm just so excited. I know you're excited. So, yes, if you miss a question, I will swing around. You get the whole 45 seconds to answer all five questions. But I I get to ask mine first. And you get to ask yours first. So are you ready? I'm ready. The counter starts after I ask the first question. You are right. Which is multiple choice in this case. Oh, okay. Are you ready? I'm ready. Ready? Yeah. Who is Barbie named after? Barbara Stanwyck, Barbara Handler, 
or Barbara Babcock? I'm going with Barbara Babcock. What European country started the gift exchange tradition during Christmas time? Denmark. In camping, what is a billy can? Skip. Borscht is an Eastern European soup. What is it made from? Uh, beef. Which male actor has received the most Oscar nominations, both supporting and leading roles? Tom Hanks. Who is Barbie named after? Barbara Stanwyck or Barbara Babcock. Handler? You said... Handler. <laughs> what European country started... Norway. Ah. You got one. I got one? <laughs> you got one. Holy God. I didn't think it was that hard, actually. Okay, well, which ones did you think I would get? I thought you would get the billy can. Okay, I can. What is a billy can? Because you're a camper. Yeah, I'm giving up camping. What is a billy can? It's a clean can that you use to boil water. Wow, never heard of that. Okay, what else? Um, And the European country that started the gift exchange was Italy. Italy? Italy. Oh. You picked the strangest countries, actually. I don't know. For some reason, I thought it, it came from like... Like the north. Yeah. Uh, and borscht, which I thought for sure you would get. What the hell is borscht? I can't believe you don't know what borscht is. It sounds like something the Swedish chef would say. Borscht, borscht, borscht. Yeah! <laughs> and it's but made... I can't understand his ingredients. It's made with beets. Sure. <laughs> All right. You are clearly 100% going to win this time. Well, and Because wait... you always pick these ones... <laughs> That are like I, I thought you what? would get the borscht seems like seem like a gimme to me. I thought it, everyone knows what borscht is. I also think you know we're trying to make a fun game that might be competitive, but apparently not this time. <laughs> I honestly, so Barbara Handler, you were right. She's actually the the daughter of Barbie's creator Ruth Handler, and I figured you would get that one because it was multiple choice. It was like unfair to leave it fair because why? Like in what world am I going to know a Barbie? Yeah, exactly. Right. Um, but I figured with multiple choice you would get it, and you did. Um, and then the billy can, I don't know. I, you're a camper. I thought you would know that. that. And then borscht, I thought everyone knew. And then the male actor who's received the most Oscar nominations is actually Jack Nicholson. Oh, good call. Which I didn't know, but I know you know these things. I do know these so things. So I actually thought you might know that thing. Yep. I, I just totally blank. It's a lot. Listen, guys, you're at home. You're listening along. It's a lot harder when you're sitting in the room. It is. It's super hard when you're in the room. Okay, so are you ready for some easy questions now, though? <laughs> I'm ready. All right, here we go. F. Scott Fitzgerald wrote what famous book? Catcher in the Rye. Talking, computer, talking Computers, what does RAM stand for? Random Access Memory. What does a koala's diet mostly consist of? Uh, eucalyptus leaves. What band recorded Paint It Black in 1966? ACDC. What kind of dog is TV's wishbone? Red? F. Scott Fitzgerald wrote what famous book? Um, pass. What band recorded Paint It Black in 1966? Rolling Stones. What kind of dog it... Okay. So, it was hard. That was a hard one. So F. Scott Fitzgerald wrote The Great Gatsby. Oh, but you got three out of five because my questions were a little bit easier. 
Eucalyptus leaves, I didn't know if you would get or not. Uh, I knew you'd probably have random access memory, but I thought while we were in the game, you might be like, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Flustered. Yeah. Flustered. Um, I did actually. F. The Rolling Stones actually like. is. Uh, you got it on your second go was Rolling Stones. I'm not going to lie. It, it's one of those songs that I know it was one of those two bands, but I never know which one. And Wishbone was a Jack Russell Terrier. I don't even know what Wishbone is. Okay, good. I'm so glad that I, I stumped you at least on two. <laughs> I didn't think it would be those two, but originally the what kind of dog I had was Scooby-Doo, and I'm like, too easy. That's a beagle, right? Oh, see, I could have done that one too. Great Dane. Snoopy's a Great Dane? No, Scooby. Scooby. Oh, Scooby. Scooby. Did I say Snoopy? I don't know. I heard Snoopy. Okay. They're close. Scooby-Doo. They are. They're they're similar. Yeah. I all also, right. I don't know that I would have gotten Great Dane. That's all right. You got random access memory. Good for you. That one's easy. Time for TV. Is that what we call this segment? I don't know, but it's time to talk <laughs> TV. Yes, it is. <laughs> and we watch Supergirl. We asked you to watch a pilot of Supergirl with us. Why has it taken me this long to watch this I amazing I don't know why it's show? taking me this long. I have seen the whole season. I don't know why it took me so long. I love it. I saw it this morning and, oh, she's so cute. I know. She's like uh, listen, the cutest. You're talking, you're talking to a guy. Who has literally fallen in love with this girl over 19 episodes. I feel like I literally am in the middle of developing a female crush on her. As you should. I She's love her amazing. hair. Her, I think, and it's the more than anything, it's it's like those big blue eyes with her hair. Because her hair isn't like super blonde like the comics often show. That's right. Which actually I think help in some weird way. Make her more like when she's playing her Clark Kent Kira. Yeah. Danvers, it makes her blend into the background a little more. Exactly. Even though she doesn't actually blend into the background. Like, the second you look at her, you're like, whoa. Whoa. But it, she personifies blending into the background. Like, she does a really good job of acting like someone who could blend into the background, even though in reality, she really can't. And so, it has been said, and we understand this now, that the cinematic universe of DC... Is Lowe's. parallel or different? Uh, they're different universes. Yeah. So on screen, we get Superman, who is quite dark. And in this alternate universe, we get Supergirl, who is filled with hope. I love it. Because to me, I think that Superman and Supergirl, I think that the beauty of these two particular superheroes is how hopeful they are, how family-oriented they are, how innocent they are. They are truly just good and like... Salt of the earth people. Yes, salt of the earth people. I just, I'm not that into a dark Superman and I'm not that in, and I like the lightness. This is everything I want. It kind of reminds me in some ways of the original and the first like um, Smallville in the oh, beginning, yeah, I know he. D- th- she's awkward. She's awkward. Super geeky. Yep. And yet, when she puts on those tights for the first time, Ugh. and she walks it's, out, it's that. She, and she realizes that she's been like running from herself, who she really is. That she has to fight crime. That that's her purpose in life. And I think that that is ultimately what 
the super family of soup, you know, the L's, let's say, are, are all about. You know, she she almost had forgotten how to fly. And, yeah. And she saves this plane for the first time. And, you know. I love that little uh, line. Like, you know, that was his first thing, too. Yeah. I, I love when she's she's got the plane and she's just screaming her lungs out. Yeah. Like, ah! And, and, you know, she's pulling up on the plane and then sees the bridge and she's like, and in your head, you're like, come on. And immediately she's like, oh, come on. I, know. I was like, man, I'm in the character's head. This is great. I think one of my favorite moments was when she was watching the news the next day. And she's like, you try doing that the first time and not causing some damage. That's right. And she's flipping out and she's like eating pizza all excited. And uh, what did you think of I, I have Grant? I really liked Cat Grant. I thought she was a very interesting character. I I don't how do you okay, I'm not a woman. So I don't know how women feel about this. I've got to I've got to think that this is a more male targeted act not targeted, but it it's getting more men watching than women. Just be, just for the nature of what it is. It's funny though because I think it's such a feminist show and it tries That's so what I'm trying to ask. hard. So when she names Supergirl, Supergirl, and Kara runs in and says, you can't name her that. Like, isn't it anti-feminine? Like, shouldn't it be Superwoman? And that speech that Kat gives. Well, I think they had to do that. I, I What think would you think of that? In this day and age, when they did it, I felt like I gave a little nod to the camera, like, not to the camera, to the television, and I was like, good for you, because it's now 2016, and Supergirl is Supergirl, you know, like, we've already named her. It is, like, it's done. But I like the fact that the show, you know, addressed it head on. Because they could have just pretended like it wasn't a big deal. But they did the proper thing, which is to say, hey, wait a minute. Are we really calling her Supergirl? And the answer is yes, because there's nothing wrong with being a girl. Well, I loved what she said. She said, I'm a girl and smart and beautiful and powerful and do you think there's something wrong with me being a girl? Like, I was floored. Yeah. I was like, that is great. I love that. I love the message it sends to young girls who may be watching this show. I, I And it's it reminds me a little bit of that, like, throw like a girl campaign. I forget what company did that. but there, Dove. Dove. And I really liked it. And I think that there's nothing wrong with being a girl. I think that people... I still identify as a girl more than a woman. Woman just seems like, I don't know. Older? No, it's not that. It's just less fanciful or less hopeful. There's something about that word that I I feel like suddenly you've given up that twinkle in your eye that you remember from being a kid. And I think there's a lot of power in being a child. And I think whether you're uh, a girl or a boy or you're 80, or you're 12, you can still be a boy, you can still be a girl. I don't know that you have to grow out of that. It's like Peter Pan syndrome, I guess. Like, hmm. I, I still see the world through that, that the eyes that I had when I was really young, and that's why I don't want to be a woman, because I feel like when you're a woman, then you see the world through this different lens that's more sobering and maybe more serious, and I, I want to see the beauty of the world, and I want to think there's magic out there. Okay. That's very interesting. That's that's very interesting. I never would have thought about that because I don't think of myself as a boy. I think of myself as a man. Really? I do. And I, you know, 
I obviously haven't given up childish things. I'm still a nerd. I'm still a geek. I still love comic book movies. I still love comic books. I still uh, love science and apps and tech and gadgets and spend my money sometimes frivolously. And but when it comes down to who I am as as at my core, I do think that I am a grown man who chooses to love these things versus I I I picture you like a boy like to me yeah but like not in a bad way no I love your new haircut (laughs) it's very manly but no I I think that that's you know I think that's my own personal lens I mean that also comes from 10 years of friendship and when we met we were I I saw you as a girl and you saw me as a boy when we first met. I know, but you still have a very youthful thing going on. And, and I think that, you know, I, I still see you as a boy in a good way, not in a bad way. Okay. Like you might be responsible like a man, but your soul is a boy. You know, it's funny that you say that because everybody on Becky's side says I am what is called a new soul. And I don't understand what the hell that means, but apparently it means that I, everything is wondrous. (laughs) And I'm like, but isn't everything wondrous? And to Becky, it's like, no, like things are what they are. And and you, you see some, you see past what they are and what they can be. And that is new soul quality. Or boy quality. Or boy quality. <laughs> sure. Sure. Um, what did you think of the fights in this? There was a lot of action in this uh, this first pilot. There was a lot of action. I liked it. But, like, I don't know. Like, it was the least exciting part for me, to be honest. And are you going to continue watching it? Yes. Okay. I'm definitely continuing watching it. What I loved about it was they set it up so that it would be somewhat like a procedural in the sense of like we'll see a different villain and yep. they'll come after her. It'll each be more time like Buffy and... in that in that case. Exactly. But I think that they're gonna have a better overall arc than for example Smallville did. Um Because th- she's already found her way. Yeah, and I, I just think that there's a lot more for her to go. Like, I think they're setting up a lot stronger of characters. In Smallville, it was way too procedural-like. Like, the people that would suddenly get powers, and then he would have to stop them, and, and then it would be the, the flavor of the week a little bit more. And also, Smallville had a smaller playing field. You have a person, you have a boy in Smallville. Tom Welling was a boy. He was 15 in the show living with his parents on a farm in a small town. There's not a lot of places you can take that. Yeah. I mean, they did. They took it to a lot of places. Oh, they sure did. But if you want to keep it grounded in that Smallville reality and going to high school and all of those things, then you got to keep those stories pretty isolated from what's going on with the rest of the world. Whereas... Supergirl gets to live on the world stage. Yeah, and I really like that. And I think that, and I, I think that the characters are strong. Well, Smallville had Lex Luthor, that was a really strong character. And in the very beginning, they had a really cool foreshadowing to like who he would become. But then they dropped that, and that kind of sucked. Well, they dropped it for like seven seasons. Yeah, and then it came back. Like, like. There were so many moments where you thought Lex would always do the good thing. And then where you thought, oh, he'll always do the bad thing. And then, oh, he's lost his memory now at the end of the... Like, that character went through so much more 
than Clark did. Oh, yeah. I mean, I watched that show, I think, in the end for that character. It was so amazing to watch someone try to always do the right thing and have it turn out to be the wrong thing. See, but I love love stories. So in the end, I was watching for Lois and Clark. (laughs) Because Lois showed up in season frickin' four. I didn't really like... I loved their burgeoning relationship. I I didn't, like... I thought she showed up a little early, and I thought that... Way early. They really... They set up Lana Lang to be this big thing, and then they just, like, it fizzled, and then all of a sudden Lois was there. I don't know. They That show hit, hit the bed way too early. It did actually hit pretty early. Although, I still love it, and I love every season that he learned because every season he, like, learns a new power. I love that. Yeah. Those episodes are standalone, awesome, fun episodes. Him trying to control a new power. There, There is a lot of amazing things that came out of that show, and there's a reason why it ran so long. But I think that Supergirl is going to be better than Smallville ever was. And they both remind me of each other because they're both wholesome. Well, catch up, girl. Catch it's, up. It's happening. So next week, we are doing a double header. And this is more for Ivana, really, than me. Yeah, this is totally selfish on my part. Because Captain America Civil War is coming out, this is the third Captain America titled movie. Even though it feels like it's going to be a massive Avengers movie, it's still a Captain America movie. It's a Captain America movie. We're going to double bill Captain America the First Avenger right into Captain America the Winter Soldier. And I could not be more pleased at how much Chris Evans I'm getting this week. It's going to be pretty awesome. And I think for all of you out there, because you're probably either will have just seen Captain America Civil War or will be gearing up to see it any day, um, it's probably not a bad idea for you to revisit the first two movies as well. Remind yourself a little bit. So I figure since you guys are going to be watching those movies and I've never seen those movies, let's do a double bill. Isn't it crazy that Ivana has gone this long without seeing Captain America Winter Soldier? It's because I used to hate, it's because I used to hate Chris Evans, but then you made me like him. How can you And now I want to see it. How can you not like him? Listen. We will be talking about I, the man I, crush that you have on Chris Evans next I don't week. have a man crush on Chris Evans, Yet. nor will I. Well, we'll Yet. see. We'll see. That's it for today, folks. Thanks so much for listening. You can be sure to tune in again next week. We would love to give a shout out to Retire Me ASAP from the USA for posting an awesome review on iTunes. Thank, Thank you. you so much. You're the best. And you know what? If you want to support us, head on over to iTunes or whatever podcasting app you use. Give us a review. It's so helpful. It's so helpful. that Those reviews actually help us get featured higher up on the list and let people all around the world find us a little bit easier. And talking about finding people easier... You can find us at friendselephants.com. You can also catch us at Facebook slash Friends Elephants. Email us at friendswithelephants at mail.com. Or on Twitter. I'm at It's Ivana. I'm at Jester J. So here's the deal. What? We are going into like full on Marvel mode this week. Full on Marvel mode. So I think that we need to look the part. Yeah, let's wear costumes. Yeah. Next podcast we wear po- we wear costumes. I love it. And then you can listen to our costumes. Yeah, who wouldn't want to listen to costumes? Listen to how loud our costumes Maybe get. Maybe we should periscope next time.
Listen, I'm not actually getting into a costume. What? I'm going to bring we're a costume. You were going to have me show just, up all by myself just, in a costume, like in no, a crazy freaking costume? No, I was telling them to, that we were going to be in costume so they would listen. <sighs> Till we're next just... time for... <laughs> 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 Till next time. Nerd on, hella friends. Hello, friends.